Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. There's so much that we can do to connect with customers and not cause any reason for them to see our brand in a, in a negative light. Um, right. Or, you know, when I see inserts like that, it just makes me want to just like rip them up and throw them in the garbage. Like, well, really? I, That's the effort that you put into that? Like, right. it's just, it's frustrating. But, uh, but yeah, I have fallen for a lot of inserts. What makes me angry, though, is if you put something in an insert, and you don't, you, you don't deliver. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of them like register for warranty, right? And you get there or register to win something or whatever. And you get zero response. Like I just bought one of these really cool um, self-cleaning water bottles where you push the button and it sends an LED light through the water bottle, everything. Well, I dropped the cap and it will not, it, it does not work now, right? And they have on their packaging, their packaging is great, which is another place where you can put really great information and ways mm-hmm. to contact you and all of that. Um, and so I contact them because they've got all their social media on there and stuff. Contacted them on three different social media channels because I'm trying not to just like leave a bad review and, and be the customer that I don't want, right? No response, zero response, right? So, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's important not just to set it up, but also to have a plan to use it, wouldn't you say? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, I mean, with that, it's really just as simple as setting up an alert so that you're notified when something happens. Like, it's really easy. Like, it's And and speaking of that, like, how do you measure the ROI? of setting up something like that, setting up a chatbot funnel or, or an insert funnel. How do you measure the ROI besides, you know, obviously yeah. let's set up alerts to make sure that it's working and that people are engaging yeah. with it and we can measure it in some way. But how, how do we measure that? It what depends, metrics are you tracking? It depends on the objective. So each objective you measure against that objective. So if your objective is, uh, say you're doing a product or you're wanting to do a cross-seller product launch, right? So you have a whole bunch of inserts selling, uh, you buy this product, and if you want to move it for sure, just say, you love this, get this for free. Like that that ROI right there. So you measure that. How many redemptions are you getting or how many takes on whatever offer is? That's what I measure is I, I measure ROI top level, and there's various you know ROI all the way down through the bottom. But initial initial thing, what I look is what's the take rate, the take on yeah. the offer. So if the offer is uh, subscribe – that's, that's my call to action. How many people are subscribing? And if they're not subscribing, then I start looking at, okay, great. This is, again, the reason why I love referencing this is because there's four things in GoPro, right? Most of the time people aren't registering their purchase or they're not going through your thing because frankly, they couldn't give two shits. And it doesn't make them, it doesn't compel them to take action uh, because it's not good enough for them. Now this I went through this and I registered and I subscribed because there's four really good things here that are immediate benefits that I can get right away. Right. Um, so measuring ROI in that sense would be, uh, again, if it's, it would be subscriptions, if you're looking at reviews and you would want to measure against review, like how, how many people are leaving reviews. If you're looking at, um, you know, building out your influencer tier, then there's various level or influencer tier team, um, uh, influencer team or, or brand ambassador team or whatever, uh, then I measure ROI based on how many new people we initially sign up. That's the first level of ROI. The second is how many people actually return a contract. That's a second. 
Third is then how many people are actually giving us UGC, uh, user-generated content, and how quickly are they giving us user-generated content? Because if they sign up and they sign and they return the contract, but they don't actually give us UGC, then there's no, there's actually not a that's a it's waste. It's not a return, and so there's something that I have to change. And so at every step of the funnel, you need to look and analyze. Okay, where's the fall off here? Right. So mm -hmm. the fall off in a in an insert first fall off would be you don't have anybody even clicking the link, right? Yeah. So you don't have any people even visiting the link. Then I would look at the insert itself and I would say two things. One, what does the design look like? What does the packaging look like? What is the brand? Like how professional is the brand in general? Because if it looks janky AF, <laughs> like, and it looks like you're going to get spammed, you got a bit.ly link and a hotmail email address. <laughs> like, no. I'm not registering my purchase, but right. if you have a branded domain and a, and a, and a short link with your domain, then that would be, so that would be one, one step. And then fixing all of that. Anyway, I could go on and on and on and on and on, well, but yeah, you get, you can cuss as much as you want. We, we carry the expletive flag on every episode oh, just by okay. default. Yeah. Because I cuss so much and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a potty to, mouth. So as I, I said, used we to already, yeah, I, as I said, we already established we can't take Andy anywhere. So right, right. <laughs> Good. It's true. It's just like true. part of. I the wear show. it as a badge of honor. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I. I. Uh, we're, I we're like the we're like the devil and the angel on your shoulder right now. <laughs> I got the uh, my internal my job is that internal salesperson. If you've ever worked with salespeople or internal sales specifically. Um, if you don't know how to cuss, you will learn very, very quickly. <laughs> and, um, so now I'm, now I swear like a fucking sailor. So <laughs> beauty. So, we got the first F word out of the way. Okay. Um, what <laughs> my next question for you, speaking of, um, F words, what is, what are some of the most creative ways you have ever seen somebody use messenger or chat bots? Like, Give me something that's just like super creative and fun. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're obsessed over that because they were super Jeez. creative. That was not a question I was prepared for, Amy. That's a great question. Um, Andy and I are not good at preparing before podcasts. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, man, I have to think through. Um, is it bad that all the examples I'm thinking of are mine? Like, that's really terrible. no give us one of yours um, give us your your secret sauce what's, so what's one, your favorite thing, most creative one well because well, i yeah. love what you do is you encourage your people instead of just getting them to claim a deal which right. is like what everyone does like right. oh give away a free product okay instead of doing that you creatively get people to actually spread the word about your product like you mm -hmm. turned your products into and your products are not like, they're, they're not necessarily purple cows, right? But they're really great products. And the way that you market them and your, your care tags on your products are hilarious. But, you know, the way that you market them and the way that you get other people to actually market them for you, to me, that's super creative. So some creative things that we've done, um, partnering with other brands and actually leveraging their audience to build our audience um, in messengers. So, uh, Instagram, there's a thing called a follow loop, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but generally speaking, what those are is it's a giveaway loop 
where you join a group of other people, let's say five other brands. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can do this wrong. And if you ever get approached by somebody like join our group, it's only $500 to join. And there's 500 people other like, don't do that because it's not worth it. But if you actually like in your, in your neighbor, your niche neighborhood, right? So, um, you know, we sell, we sell baby products. So then we would go to other baby brands that aren't complimentary, but not, not competing. Um, we will run ads and then I'll even set up the funnel, the messenger for them and have it all go through. And then they, they click a button that goes from one messenger to another, to another, to another. So that's really creative. Um, a follow loop in Instagram is like, you follow this person and then you go follow this person, then you go follow this person, and then you get entered into the giveaway. So it's essentially that in messenger and you have to go through all the messenger things in order to be entered into the giveaway. So that's one thing that's really cool. Another thing that we've done, this is very complex, but also incredibly cool is, uh, we have a, uh, I call it the calendar launch system. And essentially what we do is we, it's a, it, it, it is a pre-launch and, um, I mean, how many people in Amazon space talk about pre-launch? Nobody. Like you say what a pre-launch be like, what do you mean? What's a pre-launch? Um, so pre-launch it, it's designed to help fill your funnel before you start launching so that when you are actively selling, you know, that the sales are going to come in. So a calendar launch is very, the conceptually it's very like, okay, here's, we have 500 units available during this two week span. Um, 250 first week, 250 next week, whatever, right? You allow people to go through and pick which week and then which day they sign up for a day, then they get alerted when that day comes. And it's all dynamic across everything. Like there's 500, now there's 300. And so everybody's seeing constantly there's decreasing amounts. So that, um, what that does is then we send them an alert the day before, the day of. Uh, so like the day before is, hey, your discount's coming up tomorrow. You got to use it tomorrow or it's gone. Uh, 9 a.m. Hey, your discount is today. You've got to purchase today. If you don't, it's gone. And if they don't come back and say they bought, then we remind them at five. Another thing that I like that is I don't see many people doing is um, social sharing, uh, like rewarding, uh, like almost like affiliate type tracking, where you can reward people for sharing a link or sharing your messenger to their friends, thereby they're growing your list for you, essentially. Um, other things that I see that's super cool are um, customization and images. So you can actually, um, there's a, there's a couple different programs that we use that we can actually put your name on an image, like, and it shows up or the customer's name. And it's a, it's dynamic. You can put anything there. So that's where we do like the, this is how many is left with like that number. It's dynamically done. Um, that's another way that we do search find by too, is all dynamic calls, um, with dynamic images. So, uh, yeah. I'm, that's I'm awesome. To that's like that's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, a, it's really, it's really great that you're talking about pre-launch. I think pre-launch is so important. Um, you can do it in so many ways. You can do it on the streets. You can do it with other brands. You know, there's, you can do it at local markets, uh, online. You can run a Pinterest ad with your product and start, lead them to a landing page, get them excited about it. There's just, there's so many different things that you can do. And I love like how you mentioned working with other brands. I think that that can be huge. And sometimes if you can be that leader for another brand, uh, it gets them more excited about working with you because right. a, a lot of these smaller micro brands, they're also struggling. They're also trying to figure out more ways to generate traffic. So why not set up some collaboration to work together? You know, Right. I, exactly. And then, now the, the, 
cool thing about this, as I mentioned, the follow loops are on Instagram. We used to do all of these partnerships with Instagram brands and everything, all the automation was in Messenger. Now we have automation in Messenger, almost the exact, there, there are some small limitations. There's not a direct one-to-one -one between Messenger, if you're familiar with chatbots on Messenger, but um, the possibilities for marketing are continuing to grow. And I, I really believe that chat marketing is the future or it's, it is, it is not the channel. It is a channel. It is a, it is going to be a huge channel and it's not, and it's not, it's like messenger is chat marketing and Instagram and WhatsApp and yeah. SMS and all of these things, they all fall under the roof of chat marketing and yeah, Snapchat, <laughs> you know, there's even TikTok. you know, there's, right. You know, when you think about a video and the comment feed that you have, like there's so many places where you can lead into a chatbot. There's there's so much you can do. You can lead them to your website and then start a chatbot there. You can do your own. There's so much. I think a lot of people where they get scared is the the problems that we've had with Facebook right. chat lately. And so speaking of problems, what are some of the pitfalls? of chat marketing that, you know, people need to be aware of. I mean, really the biggest, the biggest ones are not following terms of service. And it's not because you're intentionally trying to break them. It's just because you're ignorant of what the rules are. And, um, I think that is, that is the number one of the biggest pitfall of using chat is that you, especially if you're an Amazon seller, you have to understand that there are, uh, Facebook rules. There's Facebook advertising rules. There's Facebook Messenger rules. Facebook has a lot of rules. <laughs> There's Instagram rules. There's Instagram direct rules. There's Amazon rules. All these are terms of service, right? Amazon, yeah. all that TOS. And if you violate any of the TOS anywhere along the line, that particular account could get suspended. And even if you don't violate TOS, you could still get suspended. And so- understanding what you can do and what could get you in trouble. It kind of takes, a, I mean, you can ask me, um, but it, I mean, I've been doing this for now. What is it? Uh, four years, 2016 now. So no, five, five years now with chat. And so technically I'm a dinosaur and an expert, whatever, but um, yeah, it's just breaking rules when you inadvertently don't know that you're breaking them or not understanding what, the algorithm is doing today right. and and knowing that even though facebook says you can uh good case in point i have a very good friend who runs the most amazing course on organic engagement for facebook groups um she's incredible and she had a webinar she hired us to do a webinar reminder for her people signed up for the webinar there was a pop-up that said would you like to be reminded in messenger that was the call to action would you like very explicit and the only reason why people tap that is if they wanted to be reminded in Messenger. So we use the confirmed event reminder tag, which is basically something that you, you, uh, the, the person signing up says, I give this page permission to remind me about this event, you know, past 24 hours. The biggest rule is you have 24 hours to interact with anybody. You can't, yeah. you can't go back to them like 25 hours later. Um, and so people are misapplying tags like post-purchase, um, update is the big one. People are up using that tag to get reviews. That is not an update. That's a question. An update is 
your order has shipped. That's an update. And so people are misapplying that tag because they just don't understand what it means. Or in this instance, we're doing the confirmed event reminder. Every single person, 100% of them came into the funnel because they wanted to be reminded. But Facebook's algorithm is on overdrive. And this was back during the election last year. And so it um, gave her a wrist slap. We were using, we were following the rules. And so not understanding what, what to do when you get slapped, even when you're following the rules, I see those as pitfalls too. I'm making this sound really scary and I'm sorry. Yeah. So speaking of that, I think that because of the scary things and it's the same thing on Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. You hear all the scary things and and people then get afraid even to make an insert or to make packaging. It's like they are afraid to build a brand because there's so much that happens, right? And there's so much banter. It's like, what's going on with COVID right now? All the banter, people are just speaking out of fear instead of just having a conversation and researching themselves, right? And so no matter what, you know, it's it's a trigger for Andy Facebook banning because he's been off of, he's been like, we could do a whole episode about that. And we have, but anyway, <laughs> so, you know, this is my next question. And it's kind of like three questions in one. It is, it is that like, I let's say I'm a new brand. And I'm just getting started. I have a great product. I've got my website up. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm there, right? I made it on Amazon and I'm, I'm starting to think, hey, maybe, maybe I could grow a little bit. Maybe I could do some of this, but Paul's talking about all this chatbot stuff and it sounds so scary. And I don't have time to read all of, you know, Facebook's 4,000 pages of policies. And I've heard all these things online. So basically, if you're mm-hmm. a new brand, and you have to pick a channel and you have to get started with this type of marketing, started with um, marketing off of Amazon, start with, you know, maybe chatbot marketing, um, all of that. What do you suggest? Where do they start so that they can start gaining some experience without yeah. completely, you know, just I, being overwhelmed? I, I actually wouldn't start with chatbots. Um and the reason for that is that um, you, I would want you to do more research first and understand what the rules are before you get into chatbots or you know, contact me, whatever. Um, and I could answer your questions about the rules. And if you want to do it yourself, I'm awesome. Um, but I would actually just do a very simple, this. so this uh, GoPro insert, I don't know, oh, there it is over there. It just takes you to a landing page on their website and you fill out a form. So you can use Typeform and have a nice professional looking form hosted on your website or hosted on Typeform site if you don't own a site. If you're using Helium 10, you can do Helium 10 portals. And Helium 10 portals is a landing page builder where it's designed specifically to collect email addresses. So here you're collecting emails. The whole point is you need, you're building an asset, okay? The way that I look at it is an email address is one asset. A phone number subscription is another asset. A chatbot subscription is another asset. And I want all the assets. I want everything. And so that's why I use chatbots because inside a chat, I understand the rules and I can get a, a subscriber for chat. I can get a subscriber for SMS and I can get a subscriber for email all in one flow. And it's now I can actually uh, using deep links um, or app links, depending on what you want to call them. A deep link is basically it looks on your phone or your device to determine whether or not you have an app installed and it'll open that app if you do. So if you have Messenger installed, it'll open Messenger. Otherwise, it will, it will go to a landing page. Um, you asked simple and I made it complex. I'm sorry. Landing page, Helium 10 portals uh, and Helium 10 portals 
has inserts that you can go to and use. Like I actually gave them one of the inserts that we was a part of a $10,000 branding package that we did. And like we depreciated that insert. So I gave it to Helium 10. They made a template out of it, modified it. And it's available on like their number one featured thing. This is Paul Barron's $10,000 insert. So you can use Helium 10 to print an insert. You can use Helium 10 to build a QR code. And then you can have that QR code go to a landing page that you built and set up in Helium 10. It's very simple. And then from there, you start capturing email addresses. Now, to your point, Amy, earlier, you want to make sure that you have some sort of strategy for what you're going to do after you start collecting email addresses. But don't let not having a strategy stop you from starting. Start and then make sure that you start figuring out what you're going to do quickly. It's bare minimum. Just reply to your flipping customers if they have a question. <laughs> like It's not that hard. Um, but from there, then if you wanted to start getting into and learning more about like email nurture sequences and follow-up sequences within emails, that same concept within email, you can very easily adapt that concept to chat. And instead of long form copy, it's just very short conversational, you know, in an email, you'll do a long paragraph, blah, blah, blah. In chat, it's just like a couple of questions. And then the next thing, and then you tap a button and the next thing. And then, so that's where I would start. Um, if you do want to start with, with um, chat marketing, ManyChat itself has a very good free course that you can go into. And I know all the people that put the course together at ManyChat. They're amazing marketers. Um, I have a course that is not live now. We're rehoming it, but I have a course on chat marketing. Um, so if you wanted to learn that, you could go here. I mean, Michelle Barnum-Smith, does, does she still have a course? I think she does. She's pushing, yeah, yeah so. like, she has EasyBot now. And so EasyBot is EasyBot. <laughs> EasyBot is, is, is designed to like layer on top of ManyChat to make building ManyChat easier. So you could look into that. Um, but my point is that ManyChat like is a good starting point. It has a lot of great, very simple to use templates. I would say just start experimenting, figure out what it does, then ask questions. Like Go to the community, go to the ManyChat community, go to, go to my community, go to Amy's community, go to Michelle's community. I mean, there, there's no shortage of experts that you can talk to and, a, and ask questions to. So did that answer? That was a long-winded. No, that was perfect. Yeah, and, and I love that. that. That's one of my biggest complaints thus far with the whole chatbot or chat marketing thing is not owning the audience, right? I hate not mm -hmm. owning my audience. Right. And just like Amy said, because I've been banned from Facebook, like I think I'm on my third time now. Um, which in a, in, in a way it was a blessing for me because it pushed me into LinkedIn and I'm growing a huge audience there on LinkedIn. But, um, to your point though, if you di diversify those channels, then you don't have to be so reliant on one platform, right? right? So if you're doing Facebook, Instagram, you know, all these other, uh, you know, I love SMS just because you own it. I hate as right. a customer getting SMS messages, messages though, uh, kind of like, <clears throat> in the beginning of messenger when it wasn't as kind of regulated, I feel like that's kind of where SMS marketing is right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I, I completely agree. And that's a great point where, you know, if you diversify, you need to own some of your audience. So I love that. Um, one of the things that I'm always super into is machine learning AI. And in terms of bots, that's gonna, you know, it's a game changer. So can you, uh, you know, how do you see AI? How do you see, uh, this machine learning, um, you know, natural speak, how is that going to change, uh, you know, chat marketing moving forward? Right now it's a little, it's a little clunky. Um, and in order to make AI work for you, you have to have a lot of money. 
because it's not a very good solution for for the basic normal everyday user but that now all that being said you know vr back in the what when we were kids you know it was this giant headset that was like this big and it was like little it was like tron you know first tron like that right and it was really prohibitive but now look at vr now oculus is 450 bucks or something or i don't know what it's 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 becoming a lot more ubiquitous and that's really all that is going to happen and so nlp technology natural language processing not neuro linguistic programming not tony robbins nlp um natural language processing is continuing to get better and better and better and better and better and so where i see the first iteration coming would just be simple sentiment analysis so sentiment analysis is looking at a block of text and determining whether or not it's positive or negative or neutral. Um, AI is doing a decent job with that, um, but it can still get tripped up by things like if you say great and terrible in the same thing, we're like, wait, what? Are, is it great or is it terrible? Is it fantastic or is it horrible? Um, so so it's, it's not perfect yet, but I see that as it gets better, and the cool thing about AI is you can train it. And that's why it... And that's why it is cost prohibitive. And that's why it's also very, because you have, you can't in, implement it without training it first. But the great thing about it is the more traffic you send it, the more you train it, the better it gets. So um, first steps, I think, um, would be sentiment analysis. And so the, how we build funnels now would be um, like a choose your own adventure book back in the 90s. Uh, if you've never read those, they're great. You should seriously go to a thrift store and find one because they're funny. Um but it's like you get to the bottom of a page and then you say, do this, do this or this. And then you go to another page. So really sentiment analysis, the way that we design our stuff is uh, positive, negative, neutral. And I generally don't have a neutral choice, but the neutral choice would be like, if you get confused, ask this question sort of thing. So positive, do you want to register your purchase? Yes or no. It's pretty straightforward. Right. Um, but it, I'm seeing it like in that sense, so that instead of people having to tap a button, they just reply, the, the artificial intelligence analyzes sentiment and then directs them on a positive route or negative route, right? And so that's really all thought or any, any type of marketing funnel construction really is positive, negative. Like you might have a neutral path somewhere, but most of the time it's like, do you want to do this? Yes, no. And so building out a bot, you just need to think in terms of that, like, What's the positive branch? What's the negative branch? And where am I trying to get them to go? So that's the first iteration. I think down the road, it, um, probably 10, 20 years, it's going to be a lot more, um, again, I've used ubiquitous a lot. It's going to be everywhere. I mean, there is a bot that you can download. And if you want to play with an artificial intelligence bot, um, where is it? I haven't talked to it in a while. It's, a, uh, it's called Replica uh, with a K. And it's just a chat bot that you chat with. And whenever I chat with it, I, I specifically try to confuse it <laughs> just to see what it does. But if you want to see like an artificial bot in action, um, you can actually chat with Replica just to see what it's like. Um, the whole point of Replica is to, uh, it's kind of confusing to me. It's a, they, they, they call it the AI companion who cares because it's supposed to be a person who's supposed to like care about you and like encourage you. Like you're doing a great job today. I'm like, you're not a real person. <laughs> yeah. You're not angry because you, you're starting. It took you 20 minutes to get your Starbucks drive through. Right. Right. So <laughs> if you want to see like AI, like replica is a cool thing to test out. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of AI. So I got early access to GPT three, uh, which is like Elon Musk's AI. And I've been playing oh, okay. a lot with that and it, it is really, really interesting stuff. And as a programmer, you know, the chatbot thing for me is more if then else kind of statements, right. you know, if anybody listening is into to that. I mean, I so, mean, yeah, same. I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah it's conditionals. If yeah, then. Right, exactly. Exactly. So when you break it down to those kind of, well, you know, when you back up and look at it like that, then, you know, it might be a little bit easier for some uh, to, to look at it, you know, like that. So, uh, that's, that's super interesting. All right. We're getting a little along on time here, which, uh, we could probably, I could probably easily talk another hour. This is so interesting. I love, like I said, you know, doing the chatbot thing has always been, you know, uh, something for me back in the day was just fun. You know, it was like these, it was not nearly as smart back then though. Right. So it was mm-hmm. like, you could only pick certain keywords and then, and then have replies. Right. That, right. that was about it. So it's pretty interesting, uh, you know, where there's actually flows now. But that being said, what you already mentioned a few like ManyChat. What are some of your favorite tools um, in, in the space in terms of you know getting some really powerful marketing um, when it comes to chat messaging? Um, ManyChat, hands down. Um, you're never going to find a perfect solution. Um, ManyChat does. I mean, it still has its kinks and whatever. Um, people ask me if I ever use ChatFuel or ChatFire or like all these other ones, and like honestly, it's like learning a whole new toolkit and I don't really care to do that. And, um, many chat is really fantastic for that. Now the tools that I use that integrate with many chat. Uh, so again, so in my billion dollar seller summit speech, um, what I did again, a part of the example was I, uh, had them sign up, give me their email and then immediately deliver my slides via email. I didn't need to deliver them an email. I could have delivered them right in chat. But the reason why I delivered them an email is because I wanted people to see that it was like, oh, that's really cool. So like that sort of thing. Um, we use Clavio or Clavio. Um, I have always called it Clavio, but their support says Clavio. And I just think that they can't pronounce things correctly. Um, so I use Clavio um, for our email integration. Um, and Clavio has some SMS capabilities ManyChat has some SMS capabilities as well. Um, if you only want to message in, in one country, ManyChat's great. If you want to message multiple com- countries, you're going to have to go to a different platform. Um, what else do I use a lot with chat? Um, I mean, Google Sheets, I do a ton of heavy lifting with Google Sheets. Um, Integromat, I prefer Integromat over Zapier. Um, I like the workflow better and it's more affordable. So if you guys aren't familiar with Integromat or Zapier, basically it automates. So if there's no like native integration, so like with ManyChat, it natively integrates into Clavio, Clavio. So I can say that when people tap this, add them to this list. And then in Clavio, when anybody's added to a list, it sends them an email. Um, so, uh, basically Integromat or, or Zapier would bridge that gap. So if that native integration wasn't there, then I would go to Integromat in the middle and then Integromat then pushes a request or pulls a request, depending on what you're saying that you want it to do. So I love Integromat. Um, Bot Sheets is pretty cool as well. Um, I'm sure I'm going to have like 25 more at the end of this call. And I'm like, I should have mentioned that. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's a, that's a great place um, to start. Oh, Nifty okay. Images. Nifty okay. Images is, is the image customization tool that I use. Um, and that can do custom, uh, can't do custom GIFs. Other than a countdown timer, I really wish that it could overlay text on GIFs. That would be so cool. Um, it doesn't do that, but it does overlay custom text or, um, yeah, on just a static image. And I love that. And the cool thing about that is that 
I just like to sort of surprise and delight thing, right? Like anytime that you can show your customers something like, well, that's cool. How'd they do that? Or that's really cool. I like that. And I need to share that. Anytime where you can spark a, oh, that's cool. Like do that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. One of my other favorite ones is gleam.io for like contests and and like, you know, having people kind of step through little tasks to get to the carrot. Right. right? So I love, I love that one. Uh, Those are all great suggestions. Uh, Paul, let people know where they can, where they can find you, where, where they can reach out to you and, and anything that you want to let people know that uh, you're going to be doing here shortly. Yep. Um, You can find me thechatagency.com chatmarketinguniversity.com. Again, we're rehoming. So you will have the landing page for the course and everything, but um, the actual delivery is being re, re, rehomed, if you will. Um, so yeah, I would say thechatagency.com, Paul Barron, Paul B at the chat agency and, you know, Facebook, I'm, I'm around and I'm doing a bunch of events. Uh, I think I'm doing Seller Rise with Dima. I'll be at your, your thing in November, the, the seller meetup um, Festivus in the fall or no December, uh, Carlos is seller cruise in February. And then I'm sure I'm missing like four or five other things. Awesome. Love it. For all of you who have not done so yet, please rate, review, subscribe to the seller round table. Let your friends know if you find any value here, we really appreciate that guys. And, uh, as usual, you can, uh, find us here live every Tuesday at 1 PM Pacific time, sellerroundtable.com forward slash live. Thank you so much, Paul, for being here. And uh, Amy, anything else you want to add? No, I think this has been amazing as usual. And uh, yeah, thanks you guys for listening to another episode. I can't wait till next week. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.